Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Brother Todd of Shendick, evangelist and also camp director at Kite River Revival Campgrounds. You can find our other conversations with Brother Todd in the description below. Today's topic, Brother Todd will be talking about the importance of the camp ministry. So thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. When some people think of the camp ministry, they think of something that is a time filler in the summer. Um, you know, it's maybe it's the parents. Great. We get the, yes. get the kids off right. of our hands for a week and you go, <laughs> you're right. gone. We don't even have you in the house for mm -hmm. a solid week party time. Right. Um, but that just trivializes what camp ministry is really all about. I think, um, and maybe even the young person going to camp doesn't really fully appreciate the importance of a camp ministry. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what the camp ministry is for? What is its purpose and why is it so important for Christian young people? Sure, be glad to. The church has many different aspects of outreach and uh, many opportunities for young people to go to different conferences, to from Sunday school on a regular basis, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night services, then special meetings, youth camp, youth conferences. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people say, well, I don't know, should we go to youth conference? Should we go to, to, uh, to youth camp, to a week at camp? And you can't compare the, them to each other. Both are equally important. Well, I say mine probably is a little more important, but that's my job and that's my opinion, right? Of course you would say to have, that. Yeah. To say that. Uh, but there's just something special about getting away from your regular routine, away from your comfort zone, away from and and camp you want we want it to be enjoyable and comfortable to some degree but the element of of it being a little hot maybe at times or a little uncomfortable or being out of your comfort zone all has a purpose and a place it fills and if camp was just about a babysitting service and yes i'm here to watch your kids while you go on vacation then I would get out of it right away because there'd be other things that I would enjoy doing in life far more than watching somebody's kids for a week. But it's the eternal benefits that come from that environment that is cultivated and formed in a person or an adult or a pastor, a youth pastor, coming for a week of camp away from the things of the world, away from worldly influences and in that environment now, it's not something that we should aspire to live in because the Bible tells us to be in the world but not of the world. But to come apart for a time period is only something Jesus did also when he went up into the mount to pray and things like that. That was the element of camp, being away from that influence and where you can just hear the Holy Spirit speak to you and work in your life. So some people in inaccurately make that choice of should we go to camp or should we go to youth conference Yes. when the answer is both. And sometimes... They're, because they're not the same. They're not. Apples and oranges. And uh, But sometimes their uh, reasoning for coming to camp might not be the right motive. And uh, they might be coming to our camp and saying, oh, I want to go on the lake. I'm looking forward to fishing all week. Okay, well, we want, we want there to be a balance of activities and fun and let that be a draw if it may be, if that's their reasoning for coming. But 
uh, you know, I'll talk to pastors on the phone at different times or youth pastors and I'll say, hey, we're looking forward to you coming to camp or are you planning on coming or, or maybe a new pastor I've never talked to before and we'd, we'd like to have you come to our camp. Well, I don't know. And, and this is just kind of my, my own opinion. I really believe that the pastor ought to be influential in making the decision where their church goes to camp. And just because you've gone to the same camp for the last 120 years doesn't mean it's the same environment on year 120 that it was the first year you went. The, uh, the, the administration has changed. Uh, the, peop- the board has changed. The people who run it have changed. And you've really got to evaluate it from year to year and say, is this the best decision for my young people? As a pastor, sometimes I'll hear pastors say, well, I'm going to let my, let my youth pastor decide that. Yeah, they, he's been having this place he likes to go. And they really take a hands-off approach and say, oh, I'm just going to let them choose. Well, a youth pastor more times than not, is just out of Bible college. They might not have the discernment in seeing who's preaching at those meetings, the associations that that pastor has in the places they go and the people they associate with. That, 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 that guest speaker that's coming that week, whether you like it or not, is going to influence your young people for right or for wrong. And the things that they bring to the table and the things that they preach on are 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 so very important in that transition time period in a young person's life. Am I going to serve God? Am I going to uh, strive to go into a secular realm? Do I want to give my life over to God? Do I want to be? Do I want to deal with this struggle I'm having about salvation, or am I going to just sweep it under the rug? And you get the wrong preacher in there. That's just all about fun and games, and we like to have that at camp. Don't get me wrong. But there's got to be a come. There's got to come to a, a point in the service that it's okay. Here's the decision that's going to be made. Are you going to make that decision and really call them out on that? That's what a revival. That's what we need in order to have revival, and that's what we desire camp to be. That's why we put that in the name of the camp, camp Kite River Revival Campgrounds, and uh, it's not amusement park. We want it to be a revival setting uh, for any Christian that comes. And, uh, and then a lot of times um, the pastor will say, I don't really, I don't really mind where, where, a young per- where, where young people go to camp or they don't look into it as much. And then the, past- the youth pastor may not have a say. And so you know what the, the kids end up choosing? Well, we want to go to this camp because it's the closest to great America that we can find. And, and so they pick all the wrong reasons why they're going to that camp. And uh, so they, they choose a camp because it's the most fun. And uh, a lot of times a pastor thinks, a, a church may think, I've got to go further to get better. And, uh, the, and, and we'll have people drive by our camp an hour away, two hours away, and drive 11, 12, 13 hours to camp. And, uh, and Why? Uh, you know, and so you got to really ask yourself and evaluate, why am I choosing this camp? Why would I want to go there? What are the spiritual benefits to me going there? And let those be the questions, not a 17-year-old saying, God, we want to go to this camp. They got the biggest water slide. Sure. Sure. So obviously with a Bible camp like you run, the spiritual importance is preeminent. 
but obviously, you know, young people can be benefited in other ways as well, emotionally, um, physically as well. Can you, you know, talk to the importance of sure. camp in that realm? When I first started, and I just finished my 15th year of camp uh, as a camp director, but when I first started, I put all of my focus on the camp, the campers that were coming. And I thought, you know, this is the people I need to influence the most. And uh, when we first started camp, uh, we had 90 different people involved in our second year of camp. And some didn't full, uh, on, on a staff position, I'll say. It was all volunteer, but some came in for a, an hour slot or a two-hour slot or a three-hour slot or, or a full day. So it took 90 different people to make a whole week of camp happen wow. from the cooks, the activities, the bus drivers, all of that went on. And then, um, but I kind of overlooked those people. And um, as we got into um, our summers at Cedar River Baptist Camp and Kite River Revival Campgrounds, uh, I have a, a staff that that comes for a summer. And these are made up of mostly uh, high school, college age, young people that are giving their summers, that are volunteering their own time when they could be working a job to work at camp and be a blessing to other people. And I kind of overlooked them uh, for the first several years and didn't realize the impact I was having on their life. And not so much me, but in us both being put into a situation, a circumstance, a, a problem, if you want to call it at, at that, or uh, an opportunity to be a blessing to someone, all in these different scenarios mm -hmm. and working together to grow that young person into a fine young Christian young man or young lady that they would become. And the the, the groundwork and the um, experience they would get at, on staff at camp. And still to this day, the camp is made up of, the staff is made up of those volunteers. And I encourage any young person that would be serious-minded about serving God, don't wait until you get into college at Providence Baptist College to start serving God. Start as a teenager, whether it's involvement in your own church, and I would welcome you to apply for summer staff at the camp, and I've watched boys come and leave men. They come, and within the three months that they're there, they're, they're, they're only there three months, but I call them boys because they have no sense of urgency. They don't have a work ethic. They don't know, have the character to, to, uh, to get up by themselves in the morning. They don't have the determination to work through an obstacle. And I, I say, you know, you don't become a man or a, a fine young lady when you turn 21 years old, you can exhibit those traits at an earlier age. And I would have the utmost respect for a teenager who has those character traits and uh, that would get, that would allow, uh, that, that drove them to get up early, to read yeah. their Bible on their own, you know, that have that heart for God. Uh, my hat goes off to them. And I've dealt with some very fine young people Young people that I remember my first staff at Cedar River Baptist Camp. I now have now there's now a missionary on the mission field because of, uh, 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 that was on my first summer staff. And the list goes on from pastors, youth pastors, people in the ministry to this day, not because they were on staff at camp, but that helped cultivate and 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 grow them. It was a training ground for them for later ministry.
So the real beneficiaries of camp are not necessarily the campers. No, the it's not. The volunteer help yes. that you get, and they really mature spiritually, physically, emotionally. Absolutely, and if I were to start this conversation with that phrase, no one would understand it, and I didn't even understand it. I had to grow into learning that, that the, the people that benefit the most at camp are the ones that are with me 10 weeks out of the summer instead of one week out of the summer. That's when you get to know someone, when you're living with them. And I tell the staff often, all right, here we're going in the first week of camp. This is going to be fun. The second week is fun. The third week, start to get, you start to get tired. You're worn out. It's not so much fun anymore. That, and the fourth week, character kicks in and will either some fall by the wayside, some end up leaving because they just can't handle it. And it is demanding. It is not for the faint of heart. And, uh, some, and some grow into becoming a fine Christian young person uh, when they stick it out those many weeks. And the lessons that we both learn together and the scenarios that God puts us into. I remember one time we had a big uh, tornado come through in a bad storm and it tore apart a building and we had to put up a tent uh, in order to have the uh, chapels in for the summer. And one Saturday afternoon, I walked out of the cabin where I was living. I looked up to the west and these dark, dark clouds came rolling in as dark as this backdrop is and we ran up to the front of the tent the the front of the camp and I got the staff guys together we buckled down the chains and tightened down everything as as best as we could and uh, we got in the dining room and the wind was blowing super hard I said guys we've done everything we can now we got to pray and we prayed and this storm came and uh, tore apart trees on its way through and it jumped over the tent and we watched God answer a prayer right then. And that was so surreal to these teenagers who had never been in a situation like that. God answered my prayer right then. And it was a situation out of our control, out of our hands. But we needed that tent in order for future camps to be able to see people saved in and to have that. It was all we had. It wasn't much. And God answered our prayer in a moment's notice. And they learned the value of prayer. They learned the value of hard work and so many other aspects. So we talked about the importance of camp physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and we, you know, when you think camp, you think you know, young children, teenagers, things like that. But we also have a, adult retreats as well. We have a men's retreat. We have a ladies retreat. We have a family camp. Um, we have a, a young adults retreat, college-age young people can come to camp. Can you speak to the importance of camp for those that are you know, beyond their teenage oh, years? Oh, absolutely. When, when you hear the word camp, you all automatically think for kids. And I do my best to break that mold because it is not true. We want to be a retreat center, a place for people to come to get encouraged. And, um, and ultimately, it's always been our pastor's vision and goal to get the, the whole family on the same page at the same time. The, the husband, the wife, the kids, and even bring the dog. No, don't do that. <laughs> but we want to get the whole family on board at the same time so they can go back home as a force within their home to be a bigger blessing in their church and their community, all pulling in the same direction. Just as a supplemental uh, story, I remember one year I was blessed to preach out at a singles retreat we had one time. And, you know, it's nothing but singles from the area. Others come up from out of state and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you might meet someone. You might meet the one, you know, yes. uh, while you're there. And I remember a year later, you know, going to family camp 
and I see two of the young people that were there from Singles Retreat, and they're holding hands. I'm like, what? What are they holding hands? I'm like, oh, they got rings on. Oh my goodness, they got married. Yes. It was amazing. They lived in the same town. They did. Went to separate churches, had never met before right. in their lives, and met at and that God brought them together there at the camp. That's right. I remember that. So camp ministry is important. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't yes. matter your age. Camp ministries for you. So thanks so much for watching. You can find our other ep uh, episodes and conversations with Brother Todd in the description below. Thanks so much for watching.